You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. Their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Today, I am in close to Jet, Oklahoma. We are in Jet, Oklahoma. Yes. 15 miles north. Yeah. Now, I mean, I, I told a couple of friends yesterday where I was doing and coming up here, and they're like, where is that? Uh, one of those friends is from Alva, so he knew exactly where it was. Um, but for the most part, I don't think many Oklahomans know. Um, but we'll get into that in a second. The reason I'm here is I am going to interview... Um, we're going to talk about divine natural artisan water. So part of a Made in Oklahoma coalition, we're going to talk about this Oklahoma business with uh, Max McDermott. Uh, that name is pretty familiar to me, obviously being from the UK. And then Alison Penko, daughter of Max, uh, and also big into this all, all the business stuff. So thanks for inviting me up here. Um, terrible weather day, really, but great for every farmer that's in this area because it's hammering down with rain. Right, Absolutely. we are tickled to get this water is good like for you this. guys. Right, you this woke up this morning, you're Absolutely. thrilled. Yeah. Um, so also with me, Emily's here. Emily Shooping's here to kind of co-host and just add some context from the Made in Oklahoma side because you obviously work with all these companies and know a lot more than I do about this stuff. I'm just a voice from from Wales, <laughs> but. Um, I guess, yeah, I mean, tell us where we are, what, you know, and, and in brief what you guys do, and then we'll really dive into it. Go ahead, Allison. Well, we um, bottle the best artesian water in the United States, if you ask me. And if I ask the round table here, I think they would agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just, uh, it was drilled in 1954, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's the well we just went the one, to, right? Yeah, the one okay. we on Highway 11. Yeah. And we're just a couple miles, actually just a quarter of a mile at that location. We're just a quarter of a mile from the National Wildlife Refuge. And uh, so it, it covers about 50,000 acres out here, and they got the, the yeah. uh, salt flats, and you can go dig salt crystals. And then after you get all dirty digging salt crystals, you need to drive over to the artesian well on, on 11 and and step in there cool down get a drink wash off that oh, kind of yeah. a thing and so it's a it's a tourist location and uh and so it's just a little old spot in the road but you'll be uh well pleased if you do stop there oh i'm, I'm glad we went out there it's worth seeing worth stopping and like I said there's nothing like right it and, in the world yeah. well i say that we i've got a friend up north uh that was in he's a major water guy mm-hmm. you know and and puts in plants all over the country and and he told me he says this is there's only two of these and the, that he even knows about yeah. in the United States. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's really unique to have it right here close sure. in Northwest Oklahoma. What were you guys born and raised here? What brought you to this part of the state? I was I was born in Alva, okay. and found out you can go anywhere in the world from there. So yes, it's you, can. you know it's uh, Northwest Oklahoma. It's a uh, it's a great place to live. Um, and it's it's fun to go away and come back and know that's that's where we live and oklahoma if you've traveled anywhere in the world you you know that uh, oklahoma is the place i mean for us i mean that's, yeah. that's i'm sold I'm on it i'm still here my mom uh, my, my mom is now used to me saying home is in oklahoma not in the there UK. you go so there. it took a while it takes um, a, it but takes she's a, been here it, it'll take a while to get rid of that uh yeah. lingo that you know that you've learned oh, all of your life you yeah. know when i go home people are like why are you t-? like this, you know, <laughs> such a twang i'm like no i don't like, no you do yeah you're sure. and, and the same when i go home my wife says to me you, you your accent's much thicker now which is you know it's that's like going right. from the city to go into the country but that's um, all right so no i was raised here. i was raised born in alba yeah raised in a little town by uh Dacoma. and uh and so we i've lived here all my life and uh Allison and and her brother were born in uh, in Enid, uh-huh. and my wife was uh, 
met her in college and she uh, lived over here about 30 miles east of here. Her grandparents actually worked, her grandfather actually worked on the wildlife refuge. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're native to this area. Uh, where'd you go to college? Northwestern. And and went one semester to Bartlesville Wesleyan, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I come back home, help out over here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so growing up was water was I mean you were you haven't been in the water business from day one right you done other stuff. No, uh, probably let's see I bought this property in two thousand three. Okay. All right. So I probably about fifteen years before that I spoke with the owners. We knew them. They were family mm-hmm. friends. And I spoke with him. Uh, he had Eddie had passed away. Eddie Brickman was the guy that owned uh, the property before, mm-hmm. and uh, and he passed away. And so his wife, uh, you know, we talked to her about buying the property probably 15 years before we we got it bought. Yeah. And it was always just a play place for him, and just uh, you know, plenty of water and that kind of thing. And so. Uh, after she passed away, all the land went to theirs, and they had a public auction, and that's how we bought it in, okay. in 2003. Sure. Allison, what, what's it like growing up in, I assume, in Enid? Uh, well, no, I live in Alba, but okay. I have traveled some. I used to live in New York City, Manhattan, New, Manhattan, New York, no Manhattan, way. Kansas, yeah, um, Hutchison, Kansas, Oklahoma City. Edmund. For work or? Uh, well, school and also work. Yes, I was a business development director for a modeling agency in New York. Uh, you were talking about how, you know, different accents and things like that. I oh, remember yeah. whenever I was, uh, I went into a convenience store and I asked, I said, you know, can I get a sack? And he's like, a what? <laughs> and I said, a sack. Yeah. He's like, do you mean a bag? I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the culture is much different here. I remember when I came home for the first time and from New York, dad had to run a few errands and it was like, go to the bank, go to the pharmacy and go to something. And it was three o'clock and we had to be somewhere by five. And I said, okay, dad, it's three. Now we've got four things we've got to go do. So we probably should get going and do this. And he's like, Allison, that's going to take about 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because everything's, everything's right around the square in Alva. So I was like, oh, okay. okay. And there's no traffic. Right. Because I yeah. lived in New Jersey at one point and I rode the, um, I got on the bus and then I went across the GW and then got on the train and went down to, you know, I worked on uh, 42nd Street or, yeah, well, 23rd mm-hmm. and 42nd. But anyway, it was a two out, it was an hour and a half one way commute and it was only a seven mile yeah. commute. And I just remember going over the bridge I'm like I'm never gonna forget this view because you don't have to drive you're on the bus you're on public transportation so you can just enjoy looking around you know but my 30 minute drive to work every day now it's pretty lonely I mean there's not very yeah. many people on the road the cows that's about it but right? it's, a, it's I like a little bit of a commute and yeah and it works out that way yeah um why, I guess, why New York? What, what took you out there? Well, I was a fashion marketing major in college, and I decided that I wanted to li- live in New York at least six months of my life. And yeah. so, but I ended up living there for two years. I did the, uh, I was a PR director also for the modeling agency, but we did the pre-MBA draft party for uh, the 2004 draft class, which was been LeBron and um, Carmelo Anthony, Kirk Heinrich, that crew. It was, D- it was really Dwayne neat. Dwayne Wade, too, I think, maybe? Yeah, Possibly. he was. Was he in that uh, draft maybe. class? Well, he wasn't at our party. I know yeah. that. He dry, He wasn't high up in the draft. That's about as much as I know with basketball. But That's when uh, Nene Hilario was a um, a rookie. Mm-hmm. He was rookie of the year that year. That's how long ago that's been. That's such a different. I did yeah. not expect you to say that you'd been in New York for two oh, yeah? years. Yeah, that's a pretty cool experience and completely different to what we are. You know, we do now. Oh yeah, it's absolutely different. Do you the miss atmosphere. It? We went back to New York um, for a. It was called Cook, Eat, Drink, Live. We are a member of the Fine Waters Society. Mm-hmm. And Michael Masha, he wrote the book Fine Waters. Uh, he ended up getting into the natural waters of the world because he he was a food connoisseur. He loved wine, loved food, and he's a professor in the subject. Yeah. And um, anyway, he his cardiologist came to him and told him he could either continue to drink or continue to live take your pick sure so of course he had to stop drinking wine he put his um 
he put all his wine in permanent storage in case he became terminally ill and could drink again. Yeah. And he started drinking water. And he said he was, I think his book said that he was embarrassed to toast one evening with a water tumbler. So that's when he got into the natural waters of the world and all the minerality of all of it. And he started to pair it with foods just like mm -hmm. you do with wine. So like your red wines, you know, are like your... Um, carbonated waters with high minerals and then your acidic is more like your white wines and yeah just depending on the ph and the and the mineral levels and things like that it's a it's really neat concept but we went to that show in new york and it was called cook eat drink lives it was like fine dining mm -hmm. fine everything and i remember they had like we had a wine booth on one side and another food booth on another and every time somebody, they would go to all these wine tastings and then they'd come up and they'd look at all of our bottles of water and they'd kind of laugh a little bit. And I'd be like, just wait a second, yeah. give him a chance. And so he would start in and let them, you know, start tasting the sweeter waters with the low TDS. And then he would give them, I didn't even know there was naturally carbonated water that came out of the ground. I did not yeah, even know that know was that possible. Either. I thought they had to add carbonation. Well, anyway, there are naturally carbonated waters out there. But um, yeah, so we are a member of the Fine Water Society, which has been a neat experience. Yeah. So. There's so much, like, after listening to you just explain that, there's so much science and stuff that goes into it that I'm kind of, my mind's gone already. Yeah, being in the water business, um, people will say, oh, water's just water. Right. And that's not true at all, at all. Money's just money. Yeah. Water is not water. And. I've learned more about water than I ever thought that I'd want to know about water. I was an athlete. I played college basketball and was blessed enough to not really sit the bench. And I told my dad, I said, it just goes to show it doesn't really matter how good you are. You're going to end up being the water girl at some point. So here I am. <laughs> Where did you play? Where? Well, I started yeah. at Northwestern and then I finished at UCO. Okay. In Edmond. But yeah. 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 New York's a little different to here. It is, but it, whenever we were there, I just said, Dad, I just want to go walk around. Yeah. And I did not have kids the first time that I lived there, but I had, I had children after whenever we went back. And I, the one thing that I noticed on the streets were how many children were there. That's mm. one thing I didn't remember before, but because I thought, oh, man, it'd be so dangerous to raise your children in New York. And then I look around, and I'm going, they do it every it's day. kids everywhere. Well, you got to put them somewhere. Yeah. 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 yeah, you're right, yeah. So, 2000, 2003 happens, and you're like, you know what, we're going to buy this water business. Why not? Like, was there just a deciding factor that you think, I'm going to get in the water business? Or was it more of, there's a friendship, I know this business, I think, it, you know, we're going to give it a oh, go. I and definitely didn't know the business. Right. And, see, my wife lived east of here, about 30 miles. Mm -hmm. And I was still in, in college in Alva, so... You know, it's we're 30 miles from Alva, 45 miles from Blackwell, and she's kind of in between Blackwell sure. and there, and at Lamont. And so I'd, I was dating her, and I'd come home, and I'd stop at this well before they had the gate, before we had the gates and all that. You yeah. know, you'd have to climb over the fence and on some steps, and I'd stop there and stick my head under the under the water and and wake up. Yeah. You know, and drive on back to Alva and get a drink. And I knew it was great water. Yeah. And so I always thought, man, somebody ought to bottle this. And so that's why. Sure. That's, and then had the opportunity to buy it. And the bank was silly enough to loan me the money. And <laughs> and and so we bought it. And, and yeah. that's how it all happened. So so it wasn't a business before you bought it and you bought it and turned it into a No, this was just pasture. Where we're gotcha. sitting, it, just, it was just pasture. Okay. And... Uh, and so I bought, they had the auction on, on May uh, 30th, 2000. Is that right? Was it May 30th? Or was it a week later? Yeah. I, it's over there. May 30th, 2003. Well, I yeah. think that they may have sold the farm after that. I don't know. But it was, mm -hmm. uh, anyhow, it's right there. May 30th, first part of June of 2003, somewhere in there. And uh, so they had that auction. Well, we bought it. I bought the property that day at, at public auction. As soon as I got it bought, somebody walked over and said, you know you got another artesian well right out here behind you, about 200 feet. I didn't even know it. The only well that I'd been on was over on the highway. Sure. And so I walked out there, and here's another artesian well running there. Well, 
So that was that was a good surprise. Yeah. And so I tested the water after we got possession and everything. I tested the water there and also on the highway, found that it was all the same water. And so we used that artesian well for our, our plant and left the one on the highway, which we were planning on anyway to yeah. leave it open. And uh, so that one's left open to the public so they can go in there and get a free drink of water. Yeah. And, uh, and then they can buy our water out that comes out of this other well which yeah. is the same water only it's bottled which is what the building's on right now that's what the right, well we're in the right well's now. about a thousand feet from sure. our building here on the corner okay and we pump it up here and and process it here yeah what do you think when you sit when dad says hey we're buying buying that well buying this water well i was what I was approximately eight months pregnant at the time, and that's one of the reasons why I came home okay. was to get into the water business. And so I was excited. Yeah. I was excited to be a part of this. And um, during that wait time between purchasing the land and building this plant, I got into the insurance business um, as well with them in Alva. But it's been, I love what I do. Yeah. I absolutely love it. It doesn't feel like work. I didn't know that I was as mechanic, mechanical as I am, so that's been fun to learn on the side. And there's just, you know, our our name is derived from Scripture, John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. And I, I one day I want to sit down at the well and just interview everybody that comes there. I mean, yeah. I stop there every morning. We're all stopped there in the afternoons on my way home from work, and there'll be at least three people stop in the 15 minutes that I'm there. And just to hear their history, you know, we, we said one time that our tagline should be, we bottle memories. Yeah. Because, well, when I had my first child, we were in Enid at the hospital, and my, my delivery nurse comes in. She says, oh, you're from Alpha? I said, yeah. She goes, have you heard of that artesian well on Highway 11? And I said, yeah, yep, I have heard a little bit about that. And uh, she goes, oh, that my parents were divorced, and so that's where we would meet on my weekends to go see my dad. And so it was a it was a special place for her and her dad to spend time there. And I called my dad without her knowing. I didn't tell her who we were yeah. or anything or what what I did. And I called him. I said, Dad, bring a case of water. And so. He brought a case of water, gave it to my delivery nurse. She was able to go and give that to her dad. And it's just, it's, it's neat. Yeah, it's it neat is. to see how many people have memories there and why they have memories there. Yeah, that would be really easy to do, Shippy. I mean, you, you have your iPhone in your pocket. Mm -hmm. You just say, hey, guys, do you mind if I, you know, just ask you, why, why do you come that's here? That's exactly what I do. Every day, You're right? That, that's... I have so much footage on my phone of yeah. people that have stopped and told their story or asked them to email me the pictures that they are taking. Yeah. I mean, you can get on and you can Google Divine Water or Artesian the artesian well on highway 11 or salt plains artesian well i mean i was googling everything yeah. a few days ago and just looking at everybody's pictures and and seeing i had a i found a picture of my dad and i and my brother at the artesian well in 1990 and it well i'll show you the picture of it yeah. but it's it's amazing how everything has grown up around it um, over the years, you know, with the fence and, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's a, it's yeah. neat to see the progress. But like I said, it's a place where, I mean, you knew about it growing up, it was already here and just, uh, I guess it's special to just be able to share that around. Oh, wow. Yeah. For people listening, I'm going to post this picture to the social media so we can send it. That's really cool. There's one of him throwing me into <laughs> the water. I'm like, see, he's been yeah. throwing me in the water business for a long time. There you so. go. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it's a place of community. It's a place that people have memories and, and you know, just there's so many, it's so, it's such a simple thing, right? People, you know, water, you just say, oh, it's just a bottle of water. Well, it's not. It's the stories that come from it, right? Mm -hmm. It's all those memories that those people that that delivery nurse has of hanging out with their dad. Like, yep. That's, that's what you, and that's it. That's what you sell. That's, that's why people would buy this water or come to the well, right? Like, the advantages that we have being bottled at the source and in Oklahoma is that we don't have to use chlorine for disinfection. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, if you Google chlorinated water, you won't even want to bathe in it again. It's, you know, the chlorinated byproducts, the THMs, the HAAs, things like that are, some have been known to be carcinogens. And they weren't regulated for a very long time in in the water business, whether they're municipal or not, but they have they have started regulating yeah. some of those chlorinated byproducts. But it, we have a huge advantage not having to have any chemicals in our water. We go through a sediment filtration, a very high concentration filter, um, high micron. What is it? Well, it's a uh, micron. It's a uh, we get down to about a point two micron, and all that does is take any kind of sediment out of the water. We don't change the elements in the water yeah. because it's good. We we have all the and and the bacteria. You got to kill the good bacteria, mm-hmm. and our bodies need good bacteria. But the FDA says you've got to kill the bacteria. Yeah. And and the well has bacteria in it. Not all the time, actually. We have. Well, that's you know, true. That's true. It's so clean mm-hmm. yeah. that there's, yeah, there's times that there isn't any there, but it's good bacteria. So it's, it's, yeah, yep. yep. Do you know the the difference between artesian and spring water? I have absolutely no idea. You don't? <gasps> oh, wonderful! Yeah. That gives me the chance to talk. Please about tell it. me. And okay, listening. so spring water. The aquifer underneath the ground, the pressure is so great of the atmosphere around it that it pushes the water out of the surface by itself. Okay. It doesn't have to be punctured or pumped or anything like that. But the spring, you know, that's why they have, you know, water coming out of mountains or, you know, you'll just see water Mm -hmm. running um, wherever. Those are springs, natural springs. Artesian water, it's like a Capri Sun underneath the ground okay? okay yeah you've got your aquifer but the pressure's not great enough to push it out of the surface itself okay. so you have to stick the straw in it so then you put the straw in and you squeeze it what happens it shoots oh, right comes. out of the straw okay and that's what artesian is so it's accessing water that well without water. us realizing wouldn't be able to get normally yeah. yes right. water seeks level yeah so the somewhere this the level of this water is 25 to 30 feet higher than where this well is okay. and the ground is actually holding this this water so when you stick that straw or that pipe in the ground that will push that water that 25 to 30 feet yeah. up to meet level wherever that's coming from and and according to the hydrologist I think it's Mark Crawford uh, when during the oil boom when he's out here he would stop by and buy water from us and yeah and uh, he, he says, I can tell you where your water comes from. He was a registered hydrologist. And uh, I said, well, would you put that on paper? Because, you know, I'd heard it come from Greenland. It'd come from Canada. It's come from, you <laughs> yeah. know, who knows where. And he said, no, it's coming from the Rockies. He says, 15 years ago, this was a snowflake. And uh, and so he put it on paper that uh, where our water comes from, it takes uh, that long for this water to get here. Yeah. And it works between the crevices when the plains were formed you know what 15,000 years ago or yeah. so give or take a thousand years I yeah. don't know yeah <laughs> and and so anyhow uh, there's mountains under here and and so that mountain is holding this water back mm-hmm. and when you poke that hole there it that's when it started coming up and yeah it just and so it goes through the sands and gravels and there's not a lot of a lot of populated area between here and and the Rockies. Sure. And so you don't have that competition with population that that runs water. You know, you get to yeah. the cities; they're always talking about all the the uh, pharmaceuticals and and stuff that try to filter out of the mm-hmm. out of the water before we drink it again. Yeah. You know, and and so there. Uh, one of the uh, new terms is toilet to tap. Yeah. Have you heard that one? Have not yes. uh, yeah. Yuck. Well, anyhow, that yeah. you go to Wichita Falls, Texas. I think they uh, they were advertising. That's what they were doing. They were taking their water, recycling it, and, and putting oh, it back in. And no thanks. You know, There's so be a better way. Yeah, has to be. I think that's for isn't it? It's getting more popular. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, and so they're selling a lots of filters. Sure. To to do that, but uh, yeah, I. I don't. I think I'll just keep drinking what I got. Yeah, I think you have you a pretty can good hit. Filter yeah. that water as much as you want. You yeah. cannot filter that out of my brain, knowing where that water came from. Yes. 
to that point, process, right? It takes 15 years from a snowflake. It will take a few years to get here. What happens when you guys play out of the ground? Tell me, tell me a little bit about how you get it in this ball. Like, what do you go? What's the process? We can go as deep as you want to go. On here. Well, first of all, we we use the micron filters uh-huh. to uh, run the water through these uh, filters before it gets into our tank. So it's yeah. it's got a basic process once it's into our tank. Then once it's in the tank, we circulate it through some more uh-huh. micron filters, which there it's not taking out any of the minerals any of the you know the calcium magnesium uh, silica it's not taking any of that out and we don't ever put any chlorine or anything in it to to uh, mm-hmm. kill what isn't there and so that water is circulated through our system and and uh, and then we have machines or our bottling machines both small and and large bottle yeah. that uh, we fill and cap right here on site just within Oh, probably 50 foot of where the water comes in. Yeah. You we know. bottle it fresh every day. Yeah, it's I mean, fresh it's, every day. It's out of the ground fresh yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was it like to kind of get that first, I guess, account or have that first sale? Like what? Oh, I mean, just having it in a bottle for the first time. Like how long did that well, take? Oh, no, I can like? tell you about what happened there. When she came home, when Allison <laughs> came home, we our first uh, licensed uh, filling room was in my shed out behind the house and I built a room. It was a it, nice metal building for those listening <laughs> that just it wasn't a barn or a shed. It was a nice metal building with heated flooring. I mean health it, code okay. approved. I, I always called it the shed. Well yeah. You know, yeah, that's what yeah, I, yeah. and and so I built this little regulation. Right. Well yeah, okay. So I had the had the little room built on there and yeah. Build an in and outdoor, and uh, and so I got the health department and got the license and got it all everything approved for my little <laughs> my little healthy room, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I bought some five gallon bottles, bought a hundred of them, and uh, from this company up in in Kansas, yeah. uh, Caldwell, and and so Allison, she and I'd haul a thousand gallon of water in, and I pumped it into this room, bought a uh, filler and uh, washer out of San Antonio, Texas. When our son, he was there at, at mm-hmm. residency when he was in the Army, and he was down there at Fort Sam Houston. Mm-hmm. And it just, I was looking in the paper or eBay or somewhere and found this bottling deal in, in San Antonio. So I went by, looked at it, bought it, pulled the trailer down there, loaded it up, and, and mm-hmm. brought it back. So that was our first bottling deal right there. And so we'd have those five gallon in there and wash them and and uh, and fill them and put a cap on it and then we started selling. I couldn't yeah. tell you who my first customer was. I wished I could remember who my first customer was, mm. but we just we just uh, started the five gallon business there. Yeah. Well, then people started liking it, so we uh, I called the company up there where I'd got those bottles. I said, "Can I bring you water and you put that in the bottle for me?" Because it, it got like it got big too quick for us in that little bitty deal I mean it was small and so I took it up to Caldwell and and haul a thousand up there and they'd put it in five gallons and and started putting our label on some little bottles we had a four bay delivery truck and I had my son my oldest son Kyler he was three years old two years old two years old we had a little t-shirt made for him that had the phone number on the back of it, the logo on the front, and he would go with me and he'd carry out the empty bottles and I'd carry in the full. Yeah. It was truly a family business. <laughs> but he's, he's not not hauling bottles anymore. No. Yeah, uh, well yeah, here he does. Yeah. He does come and work here occasionally. Yeah. So from you said it was five gallon five gallon bottles to start and there's yeah. that where are they going to like gas stations like how how who's buying those and where are they going? Mainly uh, grocery stores and, and individual houses and offices okay. uh, for the five-gallon. And we only deliver regionally mm-hmm. uh, for that. We try to stay within, oh, we try to stay within 70 miles of the plant to deliver, for us to deliver. Yeah. We uh, do have distribution, though, in the Oklahoma City area. Yes. I've, I've got a young man in, in uh, Oklahoma City, Edmond area, that he buys our five gallons and redistributes okay and but it's his water. it's his yeah. business in Stillwater, and he also Harry. goes to tulsa and, yeah and we do deliver to black uh bartlesville but i really need somebody in the bartlesville area to 
to mainly start their own business okay. and we can supply the water for them and we'd like to set and up and they would be like a wholesaler and sell it to like restaurants yeah they would stuff, buy right? wholesale and gotcha. then they would redistribute Office to their customers that. and they could build their own business that way and, yeah. and we could set up a, a partnership or relationship yeah. that way yeah uh, but we're just it's getting to the point that we just we can't deliver that far out now, now we can ship a pallet of water. That's the best way. If somebody's wanting to buy our water in small bottle, mm -hmm. we can actually, we've got freight uh, connections that we can send a pallet of water to anywhere. Yeah. And uh, and so it works works good doing that as well. Yeah. How far have you shipped the water, the, the small bottles? Do you have, do you know? Oh, the farthest I've ever shipped it is France. Yeah. And How does that feel? No, that was, that was cool. I just say that because that was, it's a crazy deal. I, uh, this is way back when we uh, had a water collector in France. He wanted, he heard about us, and so yeah. he, we sent him a couple bottles of, of water, and it cost us uh, $90 to uh, freight it to him, yeah. you know, and he just spent, I mean, it was a couple glass bottles back, this way back when. Yeah. But at least I can tell everybody I've shipped water to well, France. Yeah. You know exactly. I haven't done it lately though. Yeah, to give him a call. <laughs> yeah, see if he's, if he's touched it. Uh, so, pe do people collect it then? Like they collect wine? There, there are people yeah. that are water collectors from yeah. all over the world because he was. That's why. That's why he bought it. Yeah. For a limited time, we did have glass bottles. Yeah. But we just didn't have the the sales to keep up with production. It didn't make sense for us. But we would like to, you know, have that. Again, sure. you know, luxury water at kind some point. Fancy restaurant mm -hmm. type mm -hmm. deal. Yeah. 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 That's fascinating stuff. Um, what is there any places? Obviously, you've. I assume you shipped pretty much most places in the states. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? What's it like to get that like that call? Hey, I'm in you know, New Mexico, or whatever. I want some of your water or Colorado, cool. or whatever it is. Like. That's yeah. pretty cool. I, well, I just seen uh, I just seen a message this morning. Somebody asking if we had a distributor in uh, Houston. Yeah, saw that. And so you know, there's people all the time from the Dallas Plano area. Uh, we get quite a little bit of that, and and uh, well, Houston and Fort Worth mm -hmm. area. I've, we've got people that are buying our water uh, that have distilleries. They they like our water because it okay. is natural. And they're using it to uh, distill and and uh, do beers and vodkas and whiskeys and that kind of thing yeah. as well. They During like the oil boom, we sold a lot of bulk water. We have a bulk water pit out here that we sell to trucks. Uh -huh. um, we have filtered and just potable and non-potable. Yeah. That's been a good addition to the business. Yep. Yep. So since 2003, it's kind of, I mean, everyone that knows business and knows kind of like success and if you have some form of entrepreneurial brain you know that success is never a straight line it goes up and down side to side and was there any day that was just like a just a breakthrough day that you're like oh like we're on to something here march 5th mm -hmm. we started bottling h2 osu <clears throat> yeah that has been a breakthrough for us. We got into uh, with the CLC and got licensed mm -hmm. in the collegiate market, and so now we are. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, and so I'll take over here, and so anyhow, it. Uh, Does anybody have any water? Thousands <laughs> <laughs> of gallons of it outside. Yeah, I think that. But, yeah. Um, but what happened? We got this OSU uh, or H2 OSU. Well, yeah. this is through the uh, food service. We had our water over at Oklahoma State uh, in in all the food service and everything. And so uh, then we come up, uh, we started talking about the uh, H2 OSU, which went away. It had it a long time ago, but when now we got it licensed and everything with yeah. them. And, and so uh, we're doing 20-ounce bottles with... Uh, with this H2OSU. Well, this is, we're using that as a, uh, and we're donating back to the uh, foundation for food insecurities for OSU students yeah. that uh, need a little boost when it comes time to to eat. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and I would you, like to they can look. Sorry. They, uh, That's a cool logo. It's a cool looking bottle, too. Anyhow, that uh, we just we did this right when the virus hit. Mm -hmm. Oh, so this is super recent then. Well, yes, this, yeah, year. like March we were this year, and then yeah. we found out the pandemic started, and we kind of just took a screeching halt. The NCAA, everybody shut down. It was just like one of those great. Okay. Yeah. yeah so but, we got we got a lot of 
bottles and a lot of labels sitting there ready, ready to, go. to go and then uh-huh. starting to pop we just uh, we just had starting to get some some orders and and with school start getting ready to start and everything i think we'll we'll have that over in all the food uh yeah uh food courts and all that at osu is that something besides grocery stores and stuff well fresh points delivering to homeland stores is that right some yeah yeah uh but home uh fresh point is one of our distributors okay and and they are they deliver over to uh, OSU and, and yeah. surrounding areas right yeah. there. Is this something that could go to like a UCO and OU, uh, this oh, every, every university, right? This is yes. not just OSU. This is like private label stuff. You guys do a lot of the private label mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Private label is actually kind of our, our niche market. We okay. have really grown that side of our business. It's hard to break into a premium water um, industry mm-hmm. without any brand recognition, you know, any... Yeah. Without a, without a big name or without a, a franchise backing you. Yeah. And so what people have found out is that they love our water and they're trying to build their brand too. Sure. And so, of course, we would love to be the private label, you know, co-packer for mm-hmm. whoever. Yeah. Well, it, it's here's the thing about it. You're getting a quality product, a good label. You're getting, uh, and it's cheaper than buying an ink pen. <laughs> really? <laughs> Oh yeah, you, yeah. You know, you'd think you go buy a, a bottle like that, uh, probably for a buck seventy-five, buck eighty. Yeah, yeah is yeah. what you're thinking. Well, you know, you can you can buy that for a dollar bill, maybe. Yeah. You know, something like that, and so as a custom label. And, I mean, it just depends on what you get. I'm just throwing those numbers yeah, out. I mean, That's not a bid, it's, by I, the way. <laughs> it's super, like, it, it's just, I love that it's part of, you know, it's, nothing's better than going to OSU or everyone getting that water and knowing exactly where it's from, and it's from here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And you know it's bottled here in Oklahoma, and if you yeah. want to, if you want to see the source, you can see the source. Yeah. The beautiful part of it is we are the only place that you can get this water. You can't get it from anywhere else. Really? So, and, you know, I tell people whenever they say, oh, well, I'll try it for a week or I'll try it. I'm, I'm warning you, yeah. you're not going to want to drink anything else because once you start drinking good water. Yeah. You, there's no turning back. Well, there's no speaking, aftertaste. There's no. You're right. Yeah, you can yeah. you can lay this bottle of water in your car on a hundred degree day and drink it, mm-hmm. and it won't leave that aftertaste because it is it's just a soft, smooth taste. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a company that is in some islands and it's got a square bottle. I can't remember. Fiji. Fiji. Oh, I knew what yeah. it was. I just... <laughs> <laughs> we, we, jumped, we jumped on that one pretty quick, didn't we? <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. But, but the elements in, yeah. in that water and this water are really close. Yeah, yeah we're very and, comparable and in taste to Voss a, and Fiji, well, which are really great lot of quality waters. Of water too. Yeah, do do a cheap. blind taste test yeah. mm-hmm. with them. And with our yep. water and 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 Fiji and yeah. just and just check it out and buy local. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And we were talking earlier about just the health benefits. Like I don't think people realize how healthy it is to drink water, right? Like, yes. The more water you drink, the better your skin's going to be. The better. Like there's so many things that go into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I at the moment currently drinking a gallon a day of, sorry, city water. That's probably doing might be doing more harm than good (laughs) after doing this podcast well it's better than nothing yeah right and it's just you know people that just the sad thing about oklahoma it's not really a sad thing but we love our coke we love our dr pepper and we love our mountain dew and all the rest of it right yep that's right and it's not doing you know you if you drink water solid for a week and then you have a dr pepper or coke you know how it hits you straight away doesn't it you're Mm -hmm. like oh i i you know yeah so and you know, uh, quenching your thirst. Mm-hmm. When you drink this water, it has a tendency to quench your thirst, where some waters you you still feel dry. Because see, when you RO water, reverse osmosis water, you actually pull a lot of the elements out of the of the water, and okay. so that water actually is drier than it was, and and it basically turns into a sponge, and it's it's trying to grab things. So if you you get uh, Mm-hmm. 
plastic taste or you get some a taste come back into it it's actually trying to draw that back into that water because it's lost some of that yeah you know yeah. Um, yeah your commodity waters a lot of those municipal sources that do that um, they actually add minerals in mm -hmm. it so it won't do that yeah and so it's universal taste so if it's bottled here it'll taste the same as if it's bottled in Texas or okay. in India or you know in Mexico it's all the same minerals are put back in that water so the taste is is universal mm-hmm yeah uh, Emily what's it from a made in Oklahoma kind of point of view what I mean this is like I know there's a lot of these businesses that we'll end up covering over the next year but there's no obviously there can't be any other water ones right we do have a few water companies, but mm -hmm. I would say that Divine is very unique in that it is an artesian source and it, you know, has this very unique story yeah. um, surrounding it. And I mean, it's such a gem, you know, especially in Oklahoma, like you said, there's only two of these sources nationwide. So it's almost like kind of, you know, still kind of a little bit of a secret, you know, I mean, we're, you guys are doing such great work to get the word out. And that's something yeah. that as made in Oklahoma, we're trying to do, but it's just such a neat um company and you know a great story and also you're getting a great water that's you know at just comparable to some of those you know waters like fiji i mean mm -hmm. and people don't even know it's here in oklahoma and i think that's just such a really neat um addition to our state and um just a really awesome thing for people to check out and come to the well and buy the water and become part of that story yeah I mean, some people might not even, they probably, they probably come to the well for a long time and might not even know that they can buy it. Right? That's true. Yeah? That is so true. Like, and you guys don't have, like, super, you don't have a lot of signs out there saying, hey, you well, can buy you, this down the street. Well, you came, we just pulled all our signs yeah, down. We're, really? getting <laughs> <laughs> we're getting ready to put all new signs up. And, well, there we and go. And so you, yeah. Show, yeah, okay. you show up and you're thinking, yeah, nobody even knows what this place like, is. Yeah. <laughs> it's you, right? Yeah. It's very, very exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Need to know basis. Well, it was. It's not anymore. Uh, this, this is awesome. Like, it's... I love stories like this. This is why we do the podcast is because there's stories like this in every single town in Oklahoma, regardless of it's water or whatever the product is. There is a story where, you know, going all the way back to the memorial that's out there by the well, you know, mm -hmm. like the family and everything and then coming in and, and you knowing them personally and just everything in this bottle now and then the meaning of the name. You know, people, there's a lot of things that people pick a name for and sometimes, oh, that name just sounds really cool. Well, no, it actually has a real meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. And then you tie in the story of you having the baby and you like, everything just kind of comes together, right? Everything has a meaning to it and timing. And it's it's special, it really is. Um, where, I guess, plans for the future, where do you guys see? I mean, this year is kind of not a great year for a lot of things, um, but everyone has future plans. Like where, you know, what, what's kind of the plan for the future? Are we trying to grow more? Are we, are we gonna continue shipping? nationwide our, worldwide you know what our growth game is strong yeah it is it's very strong and you know during such an uncertain time right now we i i had the analogy the other day I, in my in my head i was thinking you know water's always level mm -hmm. on top anyway and so that's kind of what we are that we're that level source here in the United States right now because a lot of you know our natural waters of the world don't come from the United States and so who better you know to represent you some the stability with water and you know it's level our our plans are to grow to the point that we can uh, blow our own bottles and get to the point that we have all that in-house but that's that's a major expense, sure. and but you've got to get to the volume that uh, that'll pay for itself. Yeah, and so it's kind of a catch twenty two. What comes first? Mm -hmm. You know, we are not at max capacity, which oh, is no. a great place to be too. Yep. And so, but we do have phase one, phase two, phase three of our growth in place. Okay, so this is the next step we have to take in order to max out capacity here. Okay, what do we have to do next to, to increase capacity with what we have? And then, you know, we've reduced waste mm -hmm. by 90%. Wow. And so it's, you it's know, just in the last better year, equipment yeah. and stuff. this last year, we have a great team of people here 
we not only love what we do, we love who we do it with. And they work hard, they're loyal, you know, they just represent everything we represent yeah. as a family. And so our family just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Now you're part of it. Sorry. Thank you. There may be, there might be, if this is Oklahoma private labeled water you coming, who, you know, we don't now know. Family. Somebody wants to buy it. Like I said, if you have a brand and that's the way to go, if you have a private label, people listening have a private label and they want to hand out waters that, that actually is really we have, good. We have uh, a lot of, well, several, I say a lot of, we have several uh, companies, banks, uh, that what they do is uh, they've, I've got one one bank in well no, there's more than one now uh, several but one bank would buy probably about a semi load of water a year yeah. and they would uh, instead of uh, spending all their money on other advertising and stuff they were buying this giving it to schools and and uh, different uh, organizations that they felt uh, that they wanted to, to promote yeah. and they give it to them and then those organizations are selling the water for like $2 a bottle so there's 1,440 bottles in a pallet yeah. uh, those uh, organizations selling that for $2,880 tripling their donation Yeah, and, and so they're making yeah. money so that's a win for them it's a win for the bank they said it's the best PR they've ever ever done right. and and we get to bottle it for them yeah and so it's, it's a win 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 and, and if you can't beat that yeah and that's you know other businesses are, are catching on to that and oh, they yes. have been donating to a lot of the schools in the surrounding areas it's mm-hmm. a, it's really a neat way to give back to your community they do it for churches youth groups fundraising mm-hmm. programs they do it um fire departments yeah um doctor's offices yeah for uh and I will tell you this: uh, we we give ten percent discount to churches. Mm-hmm. So, for everyone listening, like they just heard this incredible story and heard us talking about tasting this water and drinking it. Where can they get it outside of coming out here and getting it from the well? Where can they like website, social media? Where can they buy this stuff? And then if they're interested in private label, that stuff too. Well, you can go to our website at divinewater.com. Um, that we are, we're in Sprouts, Whole Foods, um, Homeland United, Homeland United, uh, Alva's Market. Oh man, there's Reese's. a whole Hushes, Reesers, over in Tulsa. Yeah, uh, um, I know we're missing some. We're we're hometown. Is it? It's not Jumbo. hard to find then. That Jumbo. sounds like it's really easy yeah. to find. Just well, go to your and, retailer and yeah. ask because we yeah. have distribution in place to go to each one of those places. So if it's something that you want in your community, go to your yeah. go to your grocery store and say, you know, I know that AWG delivers or distributes to you. Can I get Divine Water? Yes, you can. Fresh Point? Yes, you can. And what you can K-E, do, they can, Vinnie Keith. they can call us. And we can and tell us where store you're in or what, and we can find out if and find out who actually delivers at that location. Mm-hmm. And chances yeah. are there may be two or three. Yeah, you know. Cool. So and just ask your store manager. Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. Do we miss anything? Yeah, we were. Um, our next sales growth is going to be in. Um, brand ambassadors and influencers so that's something to definitely keep in mind yeah love to help anything i can do Uh, and i need to drink a lot more water so happy to just have pallets at my house and hand them out and do whatever i need to well we can also uh do like a four gallon one-way bottle Mm -hmm. as opposed to just all small bottles yeah and so you know people that want to drink a lot of water can, can buy it in the four gallon and not have to pay that deposit. Sure. And they can just buy it uh, like that and mm-hmm. we can ship pallets of, of four gallon also. Yeah. We just sponsored a YouTube channel, Amazingly Awesome. Um, we did a giveaway for them, a custom label giveaway, and mm-hmm. he did a bottle flip video. So go on to Amazingly okay. Awesome YouTube channel and watch the bottle flip video. It's really great. His name is Cameron. He um, is from Alva, but his little brother's on there. He does like double cap flips and he throws it up on buildings. It's kind of like one of those dude perfects. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he goes, it's really, he does all different sizes. There's even one where he has a glue stick sitting on his desk and he bottle flips a glue on top of a glue stick, does a cap flip on a glue stick. 
Yeah. This is the stuff that you, you get lost at when you're laying in bed at night and you're scrolling mm-hmm. and then you wake up, or you don't wake up, you're looking at your phone and you're like, it's 2 a.m., I'm still watching these videos. Yes. Because why? they're amazing. And say, like, why yes. am I still so awake? Exactly. <laughs> it is, though, isn't it? You're it like, is. And then he's like, yeah, I kind of spent six hours. The, I went on to that. one of the Dude Perfect YouTube uh, videos and they were like, oh, comment which one's your favorite. And I'm like, my favorite one's when you land a divine water bottle. Yeah. And they were, they even liked it. There you go. That's how you get people, though. You have to engage. That's one thing I tell people with social media is you can't just pay a 16-year-old kid to do it who's in your family because just because they're young, they don't know about it. Get in the middle of it. Get engaging and have a good time. Yeah. Well, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for inviting me up here to share the story. Thank you for coming. Um, Yeah, this has been a pleasure meeting you and visiting with you. Thank you so much. Uh, For everyone listening, I'll post all the links we just mentioned down below and the link to that video, which I'll get that because I want to see it too. Awesome. So, thanks for listening, guys. Amazingly awesome. We will catch you next week. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. Their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more.